What's up, guys? Welcome to the American Sports Podcast. It's Sam and Timmy here again today with another podcast episode. And today we're going to be discussing the Super Bowl a little bit. It should be a nice short episode um, just about that and maybe a little bit of off-season stuff as well just to throw it in. It'll be a really open conversation type thing. And uh, we'll be giving you our Super Bowl predictions, our you know analysis of how the game will potentially go. And I think it should be a really, a really good one because these teams are both stacked overall. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, how often do we truly get the number one seed playing the number one seed? I think mm-hmm. that makes it exciting in itself. Um, I think it's going to be great to see the quarterback play. I mean, we have breakout quarterback of the year, Jalen Hurts, and we have a guy who just won his second MVP in, in what, year five? Uh, which is pretty spectacular. So I, I'm excited to see how that goes. I think it's going to be offensively a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do think it, it's one of those years where you really get the two best teams. I mean, I mean, I think people might push back with the Niners, but you can't deny the, of course, the talent of Philadelphia. But, you know, people people make a lot of comments on, on their run and how, oh, you know, they've had a very easy run, which is true. But at the end of the day, you know, they still got to the Super Bowl. They had to find a way to win. Uh, win two playoff games, and that's no small task. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun game. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And we can go like position or what's your news? You well, so I was scrolling through Twitter on the way way physical therapy this afternoon. Uh, several Chiefs players are battling some sort of mild illness spreading around the locker room. Chris Jones said he is under the weather with congestion, sore throat, and other cold-slash-flu symptoms. Patrick Mahomes was also said to be seeming a bit sick. Now, I don't know how true that is, yeah. but I think the fact that that's being released is enough to mention it as well, right? Because, I, you know, we have a poster, Twitter post from James Palmer saying that Chris Jones isn't feeling well. Um, but I mean, you know, it could be true. It could not be, you know, what's to say that's not a little bit of mental warfare during, during the week, but, um, we'll see. I I mean, if Chris Jones is sick, I I don't, I don't really see what's stopping him. I think at the end of the day, he's Chris Jones. He might be a little tired, but I mean, I, it, it will be if the, but if the Eagles win this game, the narrative will be. Oh, this is the easiest Super Bowl win in NFL history. Yeah. You got to beat up on the nine-win Giants. You got to play Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, and a couple snaps of Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got to play a team full of sick players. Yeah. Like, so I I kind of hope that, you know, that narrative doesn't stick around. You know, even as a Giants fan, like, teams earn their Super Bowls regardless. But mm-hmm. I, I think to sort of get back to it, I want to see how much of an impact that has on a game. And I think, yeah, like I said, even though it might not be true, I think mentioning it is still still worthwhile because it we we could see things down the road like, oh, yeah, this was true and this is what happened, this wasn't true, and this is what happened. So yeah. I'm sure to see how that plays out. I think it could be a little bit of smoke. I mean, we saw two weeks yeah. ago, remember – some phantom Travis Kelsey injury was yeah. released like two days before the game. He played and looked fine, and I think he even had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the bottom line is these guys have top-tier medical care. And, yeah. You know, and they still have two days to, you know, get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely colds or whatever don't stick around that long. So, and they're in plenty of warm weather. Like, they'll, they'll have plenty of medicine, plenty of whatever they need to get ready. I don't think mm-hmm. that'll be a huge factor. It's interesting, though, because... 
I actually would lean towards looking at the Eagles because the Eagles are really banged up in terms yeah. of injuries. Look at Jalen Hurts. He's been somewhat limited throwing the ball this postseason and with that shoulder injury. I think that's definitely impacting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Landon Dickerson, you saw him go down with a hyperextended elbow last week. He's, so he's uh, questionable. But, I mean, all these guys. Lane Johnson, is play. he's going to have surgery after say, the season. He's been, throwing. and he's, I mean, you can say, like, from, like, there's definitely times where he's going early and they yeah. should be calling a false start, but yeah. it, good for him, like, trying to find whatever advantage he can and mm. getting away with it uh, to, to still be competitive. He did a yeah. fantastic job against that Niners D-line uh, last weekend, or excuse me, two weekends ago, so. Yeah, I mean, he, he's so lightning quick that it's it can barely even be seen, mm-hmm. you know, by by just the naked yeah. eye of his refs, you know, it's, it's not, not easy for them, but... You know this Eagles team is very banged up when you when you look mm-hmm. at it, and CJG is just coming off an injury. You yep. know, like this this offensive line and Jalen Hurts are, are both banged up. The Chiefs a little bit less so. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did have that ankle mm-hmm. injury, but it's not going to impact him throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Well, the question is is what is Lejarius Sneed's status? You yeah. Know? And how that secondary looks because it is such a young secondary, and mm-hmm. obviously you have Town and Trent McDuffie, but you know beyond that, I think a lot of guys aren't too too confident and, and I think that's the point where people talk about you know that's the po- that's the place where you have to attack this team which when you have Devontae Smith Dallas Goddard and and AJ Brown not a hard thing to do um but will it be with that injury like we really haven't seen Hurts throwing the ball too much this postseason and maybe you could attribute that yeah. to the game flow and yeah. how they've just been able to dominate on the ground mm-hmm. uh, I certainly think that'll be interesting yeah. yeah I think he'll be able to throw it I think it's more of a question of, you know, how much do they let him throw it, right? Because you have such a strong run game where they could easily say, oh, well, he doesn't need to throw it that much. We can just pound the rock, mm-hmm. and then, you know, every once in a while we'll throw the ball when they're expecting to run, and we'll pick up pick up yards like that. So it'll be interesting to see. I think that that diversity, though, in the Eagles' offense or the ability to sort of do whatever they want is, is really impressive. Um, I want to see how it goes against the Chiefs. I think uh, Nick Bolton and, and Willie Gay are some of the best linebackers in the league. Uh, I think also that D-line for the for the Chiefs is fantastic as well. Yeah. It's a really good mm-hmm. battle, front seven versus versus that five alignment mm-hmm. for the Eagles. On both sides of the ball, really. Mm-hmm. That, well, we could talk about the you know, Chiefs offense versus Philly defense in mm-hmm. second, but as for Philly O against the Chiefs D, yeah, you're right. I mean, this Chiefs defensive line, uh, Frank Clark shows up in the playoffs. He has like 13 sacks in his playoff mm-hmm. career, something like that, which is mm-hmm. sounds way better than he mm-hmm. does in the regular season. But the guy shows up. Chris Jones started mm-hmm. to dominate last week in the playoffs yeah. against the Bengals. And first day, first two playoffs. I couldn't yeah. believe that stat. I couldn't believe that. First either. two playoff sacks. That is wild. Which goes to show you, you can influence the game. Yeah. Without ta- without sacking sack. a quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you look at George Karlaftis, the young D mm-hmm. end who's who's coming up, mm-hmm. and that's a good defensive line right there that can compete with that Philly O line, especially with how banged up it is. I think mm, definitely. And if you you put uh, Chris Jones across from a banged up Landon Dickerson, Chris Jones can win a Absolutely. little some of the time for sure. Mm. And um, I don't know. I, th- I think they can get some pressure. It's interesting. I didn't really think about the cornerback versus wide mm-hmm. receiver matchup. Uh, I think the key with that is just Jalen Hurts' status. I mean, yep. no, we can't really see that until they get out there on the field. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how will the Chiefs' offense, especially their offensive line, plan to block Hassan Reddick. Yeah. What's it going to be? Yeah. Because 
you're probably going to have to line up two guys to be on, whether it's a double team, whether it's uh, a lineman and a back, whether it's a tight end cracking down, a wide receiver cracking down. But I don't know if you can leave that guy one-on-one. You no. really can't. I no. think he's so fantastic. You have to give him that respect. Yeah. Um, and then other guys on that D-line are, are fantastic as well. Uh, Linval Joseph, Giants legend, Super Bowl forty six <laughs> legend. Yep. Uh, the late pickup of Namakung Su. I mean, I, I know he's a bit a bit older, but you still have to give him his respect. He's a mm-hmm. fantastic player. Uh, Josh Sweat, fantastic pass rusher, and uh, Javon Hargrave, who who has sort of you know been behind Hassan Reddick, but is a fantastic pass rusher himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you think about it, I mean, the Chiefs' last Super Bowl, they played a fantastic front seven, the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And were dominated. They yep. had a terrible offensive line at that mm-hmm. point. Mike and, Remmers. Yep. Giants legend Mike Remmers. And oh, they, my God. Revolving yeah. door. Yep. They they lost the game because of that. They come back here, though, again, playing the best defensive front in the league, but with an entirely revamped offensive line. I mean, this this is probably, after the Eagles, I'd say this is far and away the second best line in the league. I mean, that interior of Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and Joe Tooney, those are all new guys that we didn't see against the Buccaneers. And they're all Mm -hmm. top 10 in the league, maybe top 15 at least. And Creed is top two. And um, so that interior is great. Yeah, we got the two two best centers in the game going at it. We do, we do. This is a a center matchup for sure. But So I think the interior of that Eagles O-line, I mean, sorry, D-line will they'll have an impact, but mm-hmm. they'll be able to handle it, I think, for sure. The problem is, you're right, it's Hassan Reddick, because Orlando mm-hmm. Brown, yeah. he's gotten better as the season has gone on, and that's he, the, that's he the can point. stop him. That's the point of attack. Other side is Andrew Wiley, though, and Andrew yeah. Wiley has been middling to not very good. He's, mm-hmm. he's the weak spot on this offense, and he's the guy I'm watching this, this, this Sunday. I mean, this is a battle mm-hmm. in the trenches, and I'm watching Andrew Wiley and seeing what kind of game he has because he's going to have to play probably the best game of his life. Yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of stunts they bring. You know, I think mm-hmm. they'll probably, I would imagine they're going to really try and attack from the edge there. I think up the middle, they're really, because they know, like like you've exactly said, you know, Trey Smith, uh, Creed Humphrey, and Joe Tudor, that's a fantastic middle three, I think. Yeah. Understanding the weaknesses in the tackles, and who are not bad tackles, by the way. No, not at all. That's where the weakness is. I'm going to see, you know, don't be surprised if they start sending, you know, guys from the secondary off the edge. If they're if they're bending, you know, Hargrave to the B-gap, you know, Reddick way outside, and then linebacker down the middle. So I'm interested to see what, what they do with that. I think it'll be, it'll be super interesting. Uh, I think yeah. a lot of people are so top, caught up in the you know, wide receivers, the backs, and like, oh, you know, this, how's the run game going to look? But I, I think on those passing plays, it's going to be really exciting to look to uh, what's going on in the trenches. Yeah, I mean, this game is going to be won in the trenches, 100%, because these are, uh, I think, pound for pound, the two best teams in the trenches in the league when you consider both sides of the ball. They've got some big guys on both sides who can mm-hmm. do damage in both ways. But as far as the Eagles' secondary goes against the um, Chiefs, I mean, Travis Kelsey's probably a pretty big matchup probably yeah. for these guys, mm-hmm. you'd think. I mean, I, how do you think that the Eagles will handle that? Because I've been thinking about it a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't know who they're going to match up with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Well, I think primarily they're going to look to have TJ Edwards because he's, he's really solid in coverage. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to look to have him sort of shadowing him, but I also would expect a lot of safety help. Yeah. I really don't see 
a lot of one-on-one coverage mm-hmm. because what Kelsey's so good at is sitting in between zones. Yeah. Uh, yes. And obviously, there, it's not going to mean that you know we're going to see zero zone from the Eagles, but yeah. I think we're going to see you know bringing a safety down to the box, bringing a bigger safety to come and play him, or like I've said, T.J. Edwards with some someone supporting him because you're going to have to if you want to beat the Chiefs, you're going to have to take Kelsey out of the equation, which is almost mm-hmm. impossible. But yeah. you have to do as well as you can to limit how involved he is. Uh, if they can really force Mahomes to to throw to his receivers, who aren't the best receivers in the league, yeah. um, I think that that's a plan of success. Um, but also, I want to see that run game for the Chiefs. I, I think that addition, if they can establish their run game, because everyone's talking about Philadelphia's run game, but Pacheco and McKinnon, that, that's, a, that's a very solid backfield. that I feel like yeah. people people don't necessarily talk about as much in comparison, comparison to the Eagles. I think... Establishing that run game is going to be very interesting to watch, and I think if if it is set up, I, I think the Chiefs are are going to have a lot of success. Yeah, definitely. And I mean that that does rely on like the interior of that offensive mm-hmm. line for sure. So I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it's the best one of the best run offenses that the Eagles have have seen all year. Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line with this game. This mm-hmm. is the best team the Eagles yeah. have seen. Period. Like by f- far and away, they didn't play on any of the AFC superpowers. Mm-hmm. With uh, their quarterbacks, the best team they've played all year, probably the Cowboys. Honestly, yeah, I mean they considered. got they got to play the AFC South this year. Yep. So yeah, I mean that that's always nice when you get to play the AFC <laughs> it is South. Nice and the NFC South too, which was incredible yeah. week. So um, yeah, they they beat the Vikings, but the Vikings ended up being frauds. Mm-hmm. So really, the Cowboys yeah. were the best team, and we saw them fizzle out against Brock Purdy and the Niners and play bad. So like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Eagles, their strength of schedule was 31st in the league, I believe, according to really? PFF. And that extended into the playoffs with the Giants and Josh Johnson 49ers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've gotten a ton of breaks this year, which yeah. is it's notable to say. But there's no doubting this team's great on paper. That's what, that's what it takes. I think every Super Bowl team that's won has had luck yeah. along the way. Like, you can yeah. think of specific moments for every team, like, oh, they got lucky. And like that's that's what won in the game. So yeah, I mean the Chiefs did with some calls there. So that's yeah. For sure. But even I think of uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four where Jimmy G throw overthrows Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Like that's that's just lucky there. Um, I think of, um, you know the the Rams, you know not getting that pass interference called against the same, you know getting to obviously they didn't win yeah. but they got yeah. there and who knows what would have happened. So yeah, I think but it, it's. That doesn't mean we can't say, oh, well, all all schedules are equal, right? Like it's yeah. obvious that the Eagles have had had an easier schedule, but at the yeah. same time, they've they won the games they needed to. You know, yeah. were they two lost teams? It doesn't really teams? matter how they got there. It yeah. matters what they do on Sunday. To be honest, yeah, that's <laughs> that's really you know, it. That's, it's that's a new season. It it's a new season. It's it's one game. It's a one game mm-hmm. season. And so, I mean, what other storylines do we have? I mean, I think if you're the, mm-hmm. the Eagles, your game plan is like. We're cool letting Slay, Maddox, and Bradbury take those Chiefs receivers one-on-one, leave them on islands to mm-hmm. see what they can do. We're taking away Kelsey, maybe double him with safety, yeah, and uh, and send our guys and, and try to get to Mahomes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the the flexibility and the, how dynamic the Chiefs offense is is going to be – it's gonna be a real test. Obviously, you know people make fun of how ridiculous the Chiefs' offense can get, but it, it's still hard to stop. Yeah, I, I'm interested to you know because all those gadget plays and, and and motions and feels like Mahomes, you can 
he gets the ball to anybody he wants and, and they make a play. So yeah. I think that versatility is, is going to be very interesting, I, which is why it's looking like it's going to be one of the one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a while. No, I agree. Let's get to a little bit of predictions. Um, I'll let you go first. What yeah. do you think is going to happen? Um, Score two. So I, I really think that the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah. I think part of it is that this is the best team that the Eagles have played all year. They haven't had much playoff adversity, which I think they're going to face. Um, I think they're going to face on Sunday. I really yeah. think they're going to face a, a true challenge. Yeah. Um, I think that if the if the Chiefs' offense gets going early and Mahomes gets going, I mean, it's not. An, I'm not saying anything particularly unique or creative here, but if if they if the Chiefs get the ball first and they go down and score, I find it very hard for them to lose the game. I think. If, if they set the tone, whoever sets the tone, in fact, is going to win that game. But I, I think it's going to be the Chiefs first. So I do think it's going to be another high-scoring game. Um, I'm going to go 30. Mm, I'll go 32-27. fine. I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think the Chiefs are going to win. Cool. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I'm taking the Chiefs, even though Philly's actually favored by one and a half by Vegas, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But I find it hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes back in the Super Bowl. And he's obviously he's been here before, and he yeah, has proven good. it over and over again how great he is. He's only lost to all-time greats like Tom Brady and Joe Burrow, who will be. And so I think they fixed the problem that kept him from the Super Bowl last time with that offensive line. I think they'll handle the Eagles' front seven as good as they've been handled all season. I think their offense is too dynamic with Andy Reid, who's also, you know, called plays in the Super Bowl before, which mm-hmm. is it's an underrated aspect yeah. of the game. Sirianni is a great coach, but he's never yeah, he's never been in the spotlight thing, yeah. before. You one know, making those well. big decisions. Coaching is huge, so Andy Reid knows what to do. I think they you know, they'll run the ball well, they'll pass it as well. And I think a big key to this game is gonna be running it, and that's underrated. Everyone's looking at these quarterbacks, but I think, you know, obviously Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell as well as Pacheco, and McKinnon will be big. And then on defense, uh, again, coaching. Steve Spignola is a great D.C. Mm-hmm. He knows what to do. He, those young guys, you know, they're late-round picks. They've got outside yeah. a cornerback. they got, like, Brian Cook. Didn't even know he existed until last <laughs> week. And they did all right against the, the Bengals passing offense, which is probably best in the league. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the Chiefs will handle business. The Eagles, though, they'll do well. In terms of, I think Hassan Reddick will eat. I think their cornerbacks will hold up well. And I think that A.J. Brown will and Devontae Smith will win them some balls. So I think mm-hmm. they'll keep it close 100%. And I'm going to go with a score of 24-21. I don't think teams are leaving a lot of points on the board. I think the red zone, they'll capitalize. But can they get there is the question. And I'm going 24-21 Chiefs. Yeah, I really like your point about about the experience. Obviously, the Chiefs, you know, Andy Reid has been, I mean, how many championship games has that guy been in? It's, like, yeah. it's almost 10. Like, many. it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but also the Eagles, it's a very interesting dynamic because you have guys like, like Kelsey Johnson, I believe Mylotta as well, who were on that 2017 Super Bowl team. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, but all of a sudden, it's being led by guys who are, are brand new. You know, mm-hmm. Sirianni's first head coaching job, yeah. Jalen Hurts, it's his, it's his only second time in the playoffs. You know, it's his first time playing more than one playoff game uh, in a season. So I think that there's an interesting mix. You know, as, I mean, the Eagles are 
they're fantastic, and that's part of what makes them so scary as a Giants fan is how young they still are and how yeah. much time is left in mm-hmm. Sirianni's and Jalen Hurts' careers. Yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty frightening uh, to see to see what goes on. But I, I think that experience does does make a very very large difference, a very large yeah. impact as well. I think there are situations that you know. It, it's such a heightened and elevated. It's like the world is watching. And yeah. I, I obviously, I don't think those guys let that get to them, but I think there's something to be said for uh, Andy Reid, who who's been there and done that, as opposed to Sirianni, who has not. I agree. I think you can look back to Super Bowl Fifty Three. You had Brady and Belichick against Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Jared Goff. And the Rams oh were God. resurging. They had a great mm-hmm. offense. They did everything right. But once you, you're in that one game, and mm-hmm. this guy's. I've all been here many, many times, and they made a perfect game plan. And on defense, the Rams had nothing going for them. So, yeah, I mean, they, they know, the Chiefs know how to prepare for this game. They know how to execute this game. And that is big. It's very big. It's yeah. an underrated part of it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, Eagles have just sort of proven everyone wrong about what what they're expected to do, yeah. what their ceiling is. So, yeah. but that I, you know, it's the beauty yeah. of sports. Yeah, I will, you know, toot my own horn because I did have the Eagles in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had them against the oh, Chargers. Man. Though I don't that even did not remember. End well. I don't remember who I picked. I, I think I, I think I picked Niners and Bills, not which is you know, either. you know, yeah. it's uh, it's a pre- it was a pretty easy pick at the time. But, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, yeah I, give, I give you that credit. I don't yeah, think I would have. I don't think I would have picked the Eagles to go to go that far. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm quote. I wasn't familiar with AJ Brown's <laughs> game. I wasn't, I wasn't familiar. I, mean, I yeah. knew he was good, but I didn't. You know, yeah. I didn't know he, he was quite like that. And I didn't really know who Nick Sirianni was. All I knew mm-hmm. was a guy who didn't know how to run the football. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, I I'm, I've always been a Jalen Hurts believer. So that's yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And um, but unfortunately, this time going with the Chiefs. And it's it's just interesting that Vegas has the Eagles favored. So they understand. Uh, have a great chance, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens Sunday. It should yeah. be an awesome one, and uh, that should just about wrap up this podcast. Yeah, it was always a fun, short always one. a pleasure. Yep, thank you for coming on, Timmy. Uh, check out the Instagram at American Sports Blog, Twitter at American Sports N. That should have all content and everything that's being released and stuff like that. So, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Peace out. See ya.